0: You look at how things are designed for people who are mobile. Traditionally it's been white men, their size, their ability, their shape. We've excluded anyone outside of that ability profile and that—that that is essentially why I'm very interested in what I call inclusive design. It's about design that includes the people who are using it. Okay so my name is Philippa Carnamola and my job title is um, I'm a a postdoctoral fellow in the Faculty of Design, Architecture and Building and more specifically in um, the uh, the School of Built Environment. I spent probably about 25 years as an industrial designer and I was also lecturing in industrial design at the same time as I was consulting. What I found was that the lecturing wasn't, when I had my children, the lecturing and the timing of the lecturing wasn't conducive to getting children to childcare. So that actually kind of tipped me into research. And it was way before I did my PhD. So I spent probably about six years as a research associate. If you look at, to the, the traditional outputs that have been, the way that outputs have been measured in academia, I saw very early on a lot of other um, academics struggling to meet those outputs because of the time flexibility limitations. The, and I know I know that that is shifting. Um, and I think you, you only have to look, too, at the number of high-level academics and the gender balance there 's really not enough women professors, um, and I think that 's testament to the fact that perhaps it hasn 't been sustainable for a number of reasons, not just um, not just family it could it may just not have been a, a sustainable place for women to find a career and work up that path i 've worked in um, very male dominated manufacturing industries, which have been fascinating places to observe that uh, the, the experiences of women versus the experiences of men. And even at the time I started my industrial design uh, degree, my undergraduate degree, which was in the early 90s, there were only five uh, girls and I think there were 55 guys. Do you know the biggest or most difficulty I had, sorry, was... Going through, I went into an all-girls school through an all-girls high school and we actually didn't get taught. We got taught T&D, textiles and design, and we got taught home economics, but we weren't actually taught tech skills like drafting and writing. So I found that one of the great advantages that they had was that they were already skilled in drafting and also woodworking and making and that I All of the the girls alongside me, we kind of came in totally brand new and unskilled in that area. So that was a distinct advantage that all the guys had. And I thought that was a real shock to me in terms of the difference in education. I would have loved woodworking. I mean, there are some pretty shocking stories that I've experienced in manufacturing. Like, I don't know if you want like a pretty shocking anecdote. When I was working in, in manufacturing many, many years ago, I remember the Christmas party and I was probably one of the only women, certainly I was the only woman who was working in the factory. The other women who were part of the organisation tended to be in administration. But we were all there at the Christmas party and I was a relatively new employee and I do recall there being this incredible macho hierarchy amongst the factory workers and there was a lot of sniggering and joking that I was the new girl and I remember standing up and walking over to the buffet to go and get my roast chicken and coleslaw lunch, and one of the the head factory workers lifted the chair that I was sitting on and licked the seat of my chair before I was going back to sit down. It was it was some kind of macho ownership, or uh, I don't know what. It was amongst themselves, but I remember thinking, "Oh my God, what jungle am I working in here?" I didn't know what to do. I was young, and I just kind of ignored it. I remember kind of chuckling and laughing, and going yuck, and and sitting back down and kind of processing it, and not having any, but not having anyone else to really process it with. So I'm, I've definitely seen that, but that's just something that I, I've seen. It seems to be much easier for some of my male colleagues just to get on with their work and to prioritise those work outputs. University of Technology Sydney has adopted the Athena Swan principles to promote diversity and gender equity in the workplace. Sharing the stories of our female staff members' achievements is part of our commitment to understand their perspectives and enrich our community.